Um, first of all, thank you for, uh, for joining me this morning. Welcome to Best in Tech. Um, brief introduction. My name is Kevin Hughes. I'm uh, one of the territory managers for Humanware. And I came from uh, uh, Golden, Colorado, is where I live, where on Monday I was shoveling my driveway, and on Wednesday I was mowing the lawn. So <clears throat> it's a Colorado thing. <laughs> uh, changes very, very quickly. Uh, I've been with the company for going on 14 years. Uh, my role with the organization is I'm a territory manager, so I'm responsible for the full uh, product line that Humanware offers uh, throughout the Western Territory, which basically encompasses uh, everything from Iowa and Missouri going west over to Hawaii, and then that's where they, they draw the line on me. I can't go any further than that. So I have a big area. Uh, but I, I spend quite a bit of time uh, coming to Los Angeles and working with um, some local distribution representatives and educational accounts in this area. So uh, this morning, we're going to be talking to you about a, a brand new humanware product. We, we try and, and come out with new, new technologies every year. We try and bring something to market. Uh, mainstream technologies change very rapidly. In, in our little industry, we, we don't necessarily keep that kind of pace, but we, we have to continue to innovate, and we've got to continue to meet the needs of uh, folks that use our product. So we listen to the markets, and then we implement roadmaps. And so the title, and I'm going to be as descriptive as I can. I'm required to use the microphone. Uh, I'm going to do the best I can. And I would uh, encourage to save questions to the end. We'll, we will have plenty of time at the end, and I will uh, take the product out, and we'll, we'll show the product the best I can with the group that I've got. So the title of my uh, of my category here, my presentation, the PC-12, which refers to or stands for Prodigy Connect 12, New Mobile Solutions, Low Vision Technologies. And at the bottom of my slide, I've got a little green robot. Does anybody know what the green robot entails? Android, of course. Good. i got a good group. All right. <laughs> uh, Android. That's what the robot, it's the Android robot. And we'll get to that. So to kind of set up where we're, where we're going with the new product, we're, we're going to look back two years ago when I, I was here two years ago and introduced to you at that time a new product in 2013, which was the Prodigy Duo product. Uh, many of you may have heard Prodigy, heard about it, maybe you've even seen it. But the, at the time when it was released, and it still is very different and unique in, in, that, in as much as we have uh, a five-inch mobile tablet that uh, essentially acts as the it is the intelligence for the desktop system. So imagine you've got a desktop uh, vi vision magnifier device, but when you when you take away the five-inch tablet, the desktop device completely shuts down and doesn't operate at all. And now you take your portable five-inch tablet with you to get your viewing needs on the go. Um, so we, we were really different when we did that. So that was the first part. Of, that's what the duo means. It's two devices in one. We're, we've gone away from the XY table with this product. So we're telling the market, hey, you don't need to put something on a tray and move that tray left and right, back and forth in order to view the material you want to view. All you're going to do now is you're going to put your hands on the front of the device where there's a little touch surface, much like you'd have on a laptop, and you use your finger with gestures and taps to accomplish the, the, the needs that you're, you want to get. So we implemented that technology. Um, what we also did is we allowed the user um, with, the, with the technology to literally take a full page capture of the document you want to read. You go to your little gesture pad, you give it a couple taps, there's a buttons on the left and right, and then you have the reading taking place right away, with speech or without. And then what we also did is we're literally taking that image that you've captured and replacing the letters with a real computer letter to make it very sharp and clear on your preferred background. So if you like white letters with black background, we give you that by taking advantage of that scanned image. Okay? And then 
from the year 2013 up till now, we have updated the device with software probably five or six times. And all of those updates are free to the user. Uh, the device itself has wireless capabilities, so you're getting those updates pushed out to you to the device, much like you would with your iOS tablets and phones that you look on your phone, all of a sudden it says, oh, you've got a new update, and you choose to update it or not. What we're doing is we're just enhancing the, uh, the capabilities of the device uh, with those updates. So the, the, the OCR recognition software gets better each time that we do these updates. Uh, we implemented talking menus uh, within the first year. Um, we did some other things with the speech. We've added new languages. So we're, we're constantly looking to improve the device. So what I'm saying on the slide, it says future-proof. That, that's really what that means, is that the hardware is done, and now we're just going to keep adding to it. <clears throat> okay, so what we, um, what we were envisioning back then when we released the product, you know, why is this device going to be different from just a standard CCTV? Because we really were trying to change the paradigm of, of this industry with low vision technologies with this new product. So we're giving you speech feedback while you're reading. We're giving you simple touch and tap gestures. We've got these auto-reading modes, so when you capture something, the device reads back to you in one of three ways, okay? You, with speech or without. However, you're going to have a ticker, like a straight line of text flowing from the right to the left across the screen. If, that, if, if that's going to be a comfortable way for you to read, you just leave it there. The second mode that we give you is what we call a wrapped column mode. So imagine a teleprompter from the bottom of the screen coming up with the text magnified on the screen to your preferred level of magnification with your preferred color background, negative, positive. So we've got that for you. And then the third way that you can read is what we call a page mode. So imagine you've got a business letter and you scan that business letter. Well, when you're viewing and getting the feedback, that letter stays in its original format. We're not reformatting in a line or a column. It keeps the layout of the page, and we've got a highlighter that goes from word to word reading for you. So some folks like to have the page intact while they're reading. Uh, we are taking your desktop with you as a portable. That goes back to the first slide when I talked about how you can remove the tablet. You can customize your, your, uh, your prodigy, so your color patterns, your, the way you want to read, whether the line page or column mode, uh, whether you want speech on or off. You can set the rate of speech. So all of these preferences you customize to your individual needs, and it stays that way for you. So that's what we mean by customizing Prodigy. And as I mentioned earlier, we do have other languages available. So as I mentioned earlier, the, the original Prodigy came out in the year 2013, and we ran all over the country with all of our sales reps and all of our dealer representatives, showed the device, got a lot of feedback, implemented a lot of the feedback that we got, but we kept hearing over and over again that we needed to do some other things with the device. And I've got those on the, on the slide up here. Um, particularly, we kept hearing uh, for students that, you know, yeah, it's nice to have a five-inch tablet to carry around, but the screen's really small and the buttons are really small. And so we needed a bigger screen. We needed something really light and durable. We needed a device that offered the distance viewing capability. We did not have that on the original Prodigy device. So in a classroom setting, you may have this great machine in front of you, but if you can't see the front of the room, you're losing a lot of that experience in the classroom. And then the other thing is, is they, the students don't want to be coming into the classroom looking for a wall outlet and having to set up their device for five or 10 minutes to get themselves ready for class. They want to be able to do that within a matter of 30 seconds. So we, we kept hearing these things, and we realized that we couldn't do this, these items, these important things, with the current product that we had. So my next slide, I've got, uh, I guess, a little cartoon caption with a guy with a bullhorn <laughs> introducing the Prodigy Connect 12. And uh, I couldn't get the sound to work, but I've got a snare drum with the the guy hammering on the drums, so we're introducing it here. Uh, the Prodigy Connect 12. So the, the 12 refers to the size of the tablet. 
So in essence, what we're doing is we've created a very clever uh, foldable design that uh, folds up and is transportable, like sort of like an encasing, that a 12-inch Samsung tablet fits neatly into, clamps in, and then all folds up as one. So the Samsung tablet, think of your prodigy, and I, we, we, we showed you the robot earlier with the Android. We essentially have taken this very, um, this very usable prodigy software, usable in the terms of a low vision user, and we put it onto this 12-inch Samsung tablet. And then we put the tablet into a nice encasement. And my next si slide kind of shows you on the screen what it looks like when it's folded up. Think of a briefcase with a handle, but very thin, maybe a, not even an inch thick, weighing around five pounds. So we think of our, our users, you know, we've, we've been showing these quite a bit. You know, we started off showing this in our, our favorite school districts and our larger accounts, and they love it. The kids, you know, 40, 50-pound kids can lift this thing up. They've all got backpacks. I've got two kids that go to school every day, and they've got backpacks. My kids' backpacks are... 20 pounds <laughs> with the books they've got to haul around. This thing fits right into a backpack. And we also provide a case with it. So if you didn't have a backpack, there's a carry bag that comes with it. So you've got the, the design up here. And I've got the product, so we'll, we'll, we'll get a chance to look at it in a little bit. So my next slide, uh, what I'm talking about here is when you open the device up, we, we have what I've kind of come up with on my own, a smart four-point hinge design. So meaning that you've got these four hinges so that, you know, imagine you fold it out and the platter, obviously, is sitting on the table, and that's where your reading material goes. And then you lift the bottom of the tablet up so the hinges are on the back of the tablet to lift it up, and it's sturdy so it stays in place. It doesn't flop around. So we lift that up. The camera of the tablet is literally right on the very front bottom center, so it's looking right down at the front of that bottom platter. And then you have two of these vertical legs that are in the back of the platter going straight up and then hinging the tablet to the mechanism on the top. So you've got this foldable design. So why that's important is if you've got a large book that you open up, those back legs are not going to get in the way of the book because you can pull that tablet forwards so that the camera can look down towards the bottom of the page. So that was kind of the first thing that we, we noticed that people were saying, well, I can't get my book under here. It doesn't, I can't unfold it. Well, we showed and you just kind of pull it forwards. And I'm going to show you on this next slide here. It's not the best contrast, but I do have a large textbook underneath the Prodigy. I took this picture at home. And, um, you know, I had a teacher on the phone that called me up and said, you know, this, I, I, we can't figure out this design. They needed to get the textbook under it. So I showed, I took a picture and I sent it to her by text message to show her, yes, you can get large books underneath there pretty easily. So we, we went out and we got a lot of good feedback from the school districts, and then we started getting phone calls from the Veterans Administration. They said, hey, we've heard about this. Uh, we, we think our, you know, our veterans would really like this. I was a little skeptical because our market was really towards the, the student-based, but I sent, uh, I sent a unit down to Tucson to the large VA clinic, and he was showing some of the guys there, and they really liked it. They, you know, a lot of these guys, they don't want to be confined to do their reading in one place. So it, it, it really uh, gave us some ideas about how to approach the device with, uh, I, I don't want to say, uh, I'll say mature market. How's that? <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. So we, we heard now, you know, we're hearing now that there's some usefulness of the device with that, with that mature market. And then we've also been showing it to the vocational field, and we've got a lot of adults, vocational working adults, that, that can certainly benefit from having something that can go with them from place to place to take advantage of all the Prodigy low vision capabilities. And then my, uh, my next slide is uh, referencing the, the distance camera. Now, a lot of folks may not need a distance camera, but you know, since we really were, were targeting this, towards the, the school markets. Um, we went with a design of a, imagine a flexible gooseneck, 12-inch thin gooseneck device that flexes. And then on top of it is the Sony CyberShot camera. And that camera pivots left and right. It's on a ball that, that the ball sits into a little, little socket that you tighten up. And so it, it's very movable. 
um, and you point that in any direction, and the device itself connects to the tablet by wireless. So the little camera has its own little Wi-Fi router in it, and we pair that with the tablet software and the Prodigy software so that now you have an option to do distance viewing with your Prodigy, and that camera can be positioned anywhere in the room, and you can point it at a board if you're, uh, if you're looking at an agenda, or if you want to look at a poster or whatever. That camera has a clamp on the bottom of the gooseneck like a giant clothespin that clamps onto a desk. It could clamp onto a table. Uh, it could clamp onto the leg of the, of the Prodigy device. So it's very flexible in that manner, so you, you're not confined to having it as attached and as part of the device. The camera itself has a rechargeable battery, which is good up to four hours uh, you know, for the tech folks, 18.9-megapixel uh, 10x optical zoom, 40x magnification. So we'll just throw that out there. And then um, just to, you know, I think we, we need to keep looking at the importance of what the Prodigy does for the user in terms of the low vision accessibility. Uh, you know, we, we, we know that we've got phones, we've got iPads and other tablets that have some applications on them that are, uh, that are somewhat accessible, that provide some useful activities for somebody with low vision. The Prodigy has been completely designed with a low vision user in mind. So I want to keep going back to that because that's really what makes it different. You say, oh, yeah, you've got a Samsung tablet, that's great. But if you don't have the Prodigy software on it, you really aren't taking advantage of what it does for you. So again, going back to those auto reading modes, you put that on the tablet and you still get those capabilities with it. And then <clears throat> since we've got a, an Android Samsung tablet, you literally press the home button on the tablet and you have the option to flip the device out of the Prodigy software and have access to all of your Android applications. So this is, this is real important uh, because now, in addition to having this great low vision software on a device that can't do anything else, now you have a full capacity tablet to do your email with, to do your web browsing with, uh, we've included Bard Mobile on, on these, on the, you know, we put the Bard Mobile app on here. We put the Bookshare, there's a free Bookshare application for Android called README. We've installed that on the, on the device for you. And, you know, just with respect to the accessibility of the Android, what you can do is, the interface is very, very familiar. I, I came from an iOS iPad background. I hadn't had an Android tablet in my hands till six months ago. So I was very curious as to how it was going to be different and how it would feel. Um, it's very familiar. I went into the settings and I found the accessibility. I found the vision. And then there was a setting in there for magnification gestures. And I just turned that on. I just did a little swipe. And all that does is when you are using your tablet, you just triple tap on the screen and it zooms in on you. You can pinch and zoom to make it larger. You use two fingers to pan yourself around. So it's very, it, it's very easy to set that up. So you've got all of the capabilities, all of the functionalities of a standard tablet, in addition to having your Prodigy software on the other end when you need to do your, uh, your, your reading of your mail, you, you want to read, you read the paper, uh, you want to uh, use something magnified in a distance. And all of, these, all of these images that you're capturing with the Prodigy software, those all get saved. We have uh, a series of folders that we set up in the software system so that any images that you're capturing with the distance camera go into uh, a gallery folder called distance. And then anything you're capturing underneath the tablet itself, those are just scanned images that have all of the OCR capabilities. Those go into their own folder. And then finally what I'll say is if you've got some text on your, let's say you have an email and it's a long email and you're trying to read it with the, with the Android accessibilities and you're saying this is really frustrating, what you can do is on, on the, what I've noticed, you, you press your finger on the screen and you have the ability to select all of the text that's in that email. Then what you can do is copy that text and it literally goes to a clipboard you go over to the Prodigy side, and we have in one of those folders, we have a text folder where you put that, and then it reads it back to you in your large 
print your auto reading column mode. So we think that's a very useful uh, activity. Um, and that's really the first step with, with what we're doing with our roadmap with, with the Prodigy software in combining what you're doing with Android and making that accessible to you on Prodigy and then vice versa. So this is sort of the roadmap. These are the things we're looking at with doing with this software. So really combining Android with Prodigy to make it more useful. Okay, I have come to my last slide. I promised I wouldn't have too many of them. There's about a dozen. And at this point, um, I'm going to take the product out. I, I know there's going to be some questions. Um, I got a question. Yeah, we could do questions first. Go ahead, sir. You're in the back corner on my left. The megapixels for the camera for reading text is the question. So the the answer to that is we are taking advantage. We're we're literally using the the camera in the tablet to do that, and it's an eight megapixel eight megapixel in the camera. Yeah. Yes, sir. Other questions, ma'am? Yes, uh, that's one of my bullet points on here. It says cost with a question mark. <laughs> um, there's actually two options with the, with the Prodigy Connect 12. There is one that includes the distance camera, which is $2,995. And then there's a second option without the distance camera for $2,695. Yes, yes ma'am. Yeah, uh, second question. Yeah. Well, the distance camera itself um, is, is connected to the, to the tablet uh, when, you, when you turn it on. Sure. Uh, you go into the software, you enable it. So, so I have to, like, or... Yeah, you're going to want to clamp it to something so it's stable. It's not like a quick shot to look at, like, yeah, I mean, you could do that, but the, the problem is, is you've got to be really steady with it. Yeah, and there's a button on the camera itself, that distance camera, where you can walk around and point it at something and just take the picture. Um, but you don't. You would need to. You have the tablet in front of you to see how it's set up. Yes, ma'am. No, no. Imagine, imagine a router, a Wi-Fi router in the camera itself that's dedicated to the tablet, not the Wi-Fi in the room, but its own sort of two devices connecting to one another. So it's not Bluetooth. Yes, sir. Right in front of me. Okay. The question is: Is the is this product compatible with iOS or Mac? And the answer is no. Uh, the, this is all Android-based, so it, it is completely irrespective of iOS and Mac. Good question, though. We get that a lot. So are we ready? I'm going to take the product out, and I'll do my best demonstration up here for you. Okay. So I've got the, the tablet right here in my hand, and I'm going to have to get a clamp here. So on the top of the handle on one side... I have the ability to pull down, to pull the, the tray down. And then if I set that down, basically, what's that? So what I'll do is I will use my brochure as an example. Um, to turn the device on, on the very bottom right-hand corner, there's a button, and it immediately, it immediately comes on. Um, I, had, I had the device in, in sort of like a hibernate mode, so that I could quickly turn it on or off, much like your, your lock button on your iPads or your phones where it just clicks off. I could certainly have powered it down completely, uh, be a little better on my battery. This battery, uh, we've had really good results with this. Uh, we're getting up to about 12 hours of use before I have to recharge it. So I've been very impressed with the battery. I'm in a little menu system here, and I'm going to turn the speech on. It tells me speech menu, three items, speech on, and then I have volume controls. Checked. Settings, closing menu, magnifier, view, live. So it's, te it's telling me that uh, when, I, when I went into the live mode, it said magnifier, view, live. So it's telling me I'm in a live view. And I have a banner on the bottom part of the screen running, running horizontally across the tablet. There's a, a series of large, uh, six large circular menu buttons, and they're, they're, they're not labeled with letters. They're labeled with graphics. So one of them is a, an arrow with a circle. That's a back. Then I have the little cogwheel for my tools. I have a light bulb. to If I have poor lighting in the room, I could turn the light on to get a better illumination of my image. I've got a camera where I can take pictures, and then I have an up-and-down arrow for zooming. But if I don't need the, the banner, because the banner is, is taking up some room on my screen, 
I can just flick the banner down. And then with my fingers, I can do my pinch and zoom gestures right on the tablet itself. So the difference here is on Prodigy, the regular desktop system, you're using a touch surface on the bottom. With here, you're literally doing everything on the screen. So I can quickly change contrast. Negative, positive, okay. color. Negative, positive, color. I'm just swiping vertically on the right side of the tablet. Then what I can do is after, once I realize there's some text here that I, that I want to read, I, what I do is I lift the tablet up so that the camera can see more of my page. I'm going to turn my light bulb off because I don't think I need it here. And then once I've got the text on the screen, I pull my banner up and I press the camera button on the banner. Saving. View. Page. And it immediately tells me it's saving the image and now it says view page, meaning that it's done the recognition of the text and now I can pinch and zoom and get the very, very clear what we call our diamond edge text. And then, now that I've got that on the screen, I can choose to read it through the auto reading modes by simply pressing and holding the screen, push and, push and hold. So the, the text that it captured, it just immediately read it to me and it saved. Yeah, the, the question is referring to uh, if I had five pages or a chapter of a book and I wanted to capture it and, and tether it all together as one document. That's the question. At, at this moment, we, we don't have that capability. It is, it is certainly something on the wish list and, and it will be an update that we're hopeful to have out uh, as an update for the for future, and there won't be any charges to do that. Yes, sir. Yeah, I can. I, what I can do here is pull my banner up, and I can go into my my settings menu. So colors, it's telling me uh, white on black. And if I tap that item, I go into a colors menu, and then the first one is yellow on black. Okay. So yeah, we can certainly do that. So it's telling me when I go back to my page, it's telling me my reading mode is column, and now my color pattern's changed because we have that set. So it's going to stay the yellow on the black. Yeah, it does. When it's, when it's reading to you, you're literally uh, swiping either left or right to slow down or speed up. So if you're swiping from the right edge of the tablet towards the left, that will speed up the reading. But you do have a default setting where you, you set it to read it how you'd like, but you can always change that on the go. Yeah, the question had to do with if I, if I capture the document, uh, will it align it? It, it, it? it will do that on its own. The software recognizes that it's misaligned. Or what I could have done is I could have landscaped my image, maybe to capture more text. This, this software version of Prodigy is not capturing the full page. However, the next release of this product software is going to do that, according to our product technicians. They've, gotten, they've figured out how to do that. So the distance camera I've got here in my, in my right hand, and there's a, there's a button on the top that I can press that button and turn the distance camera on, and I can clamp it. I just clamped it over to the small table that I was at earlier. And then in order to get to it, since it's turned on, I pull my banner up. I select my back button, which is the circular, the first one. View full page. It's telling me view full page. So it's still looking at the captured image that I just took. I press that circle again. I go back to live view and I do it one more time. And it says main carousel magnifier. So if I were to select the magnifier, it's a giant icon of a magnifying glass, I would go right back to the live view. But in this case, I'm going to swipe. Distance. And the first icon on the left here is distance. I select that. And I'm just tapping the screen. And immediately, the, the software program for the distance camera comes up. And I've got a live image of the room right now. So the camera's connected. Yeah. Yeah, I know this is, this is a hard way to to get a good perspective of the device. We'll have it in the booth, obviously upstairs. So anybody that wants to come up, I encourage you to get a better demo than this. 
I'm just trying to give you a, an overview of what we can do here. So, and, the, and you know, the other thing, if you, you know, think about professionals or, you know, even college students, high school, we see it in middle school, um, you know, these smart board technologies or these join me, uh, these, media, these team viewer meetings where, uh, you know, remotely or even in the same room, um, if, the, if a professor or if there's a, you know, a colleague doing a PowerPoint slide, there's applications for the Android tablet that will allow you to connect to their computer. And so you would have their computer screen on the tablet where you could magnify it. We, we did this yesterday at a school district with a, uh, was it Team, Team Viewer, Dominic? Was it? Yeah, a program called Team Viewer. It's a free download that we installed on the Android program. And uh, we were able to view a PowerPoint on this tablet and magnify it. So it was very useful for the, for the high school students, the kids we met with yesterday. So right now we're just we've got the interpreter onto the on the screen here. So, but if I if I wanted to leave this software, this Prodigy software, I simply press the home button on the top center. Carousel. Tells me main carousel. I've got an icon on the bottom that looks like a house. I double tap on it, and now I'm just simply over to the Android applications and do whatever I need to do here. And again, my triple tap one two three would zoom and then panning with two fingers. So again, we can, we can show you all of these things upstairs. Are, are there other questions? Yeah, the magazines with the, the binding in the middle, which we have those problems with books. Uh, the strategy there is to flatten it out as much as you can. And you know, sometimes folding it over and, and flattening out the crease and just doing one page at a time rather than trying to keep it open. So there's definitely strategies with the magazines. I work with those. Yeah, yeah, plexiglass works great for that. Yeah. There was a question, ma'am? Yeah, the, the, the question was re uh, referring to the interpreter when we had the camera fixed on the interpreter. Let's go back to it. So I just, I just double-tapped Prodigy. I select distance. We'll select the distance, and the camera's still on. It's still focused on the interpreter, and it's, the software is reconnecting. And we're back on the interpreter. So the, the question had to do with, can I pinch and zoom from here? What I can do from here is there's, a, there's an icon on the software on the right-hand part of the screen that I can tap. And I can zoom in on the interpreter, either from here or from the camera. Now, if, this was, if I were to take a picture of the, of the image, then it becomes a still image that I could pinch and zoom, and it gets saved. But right now, we're just live mode here. In the back corner, sir. The, the question had to do with, um, with can we pair a Bluetooth keyboard, and the answer is yes. And in fact, I brought one with me, so up, upstairs I've got one if you wanted to look at that. The question is, can I use the Bluetooth product with the Prodigy? And, and, and the answer there is not really. <laughs> not really. I, I mean, I've played around in, in menu items with the arrow keys on the keyboard where it'll go up and down, but it, it doesn't make sense to do that because it's all magnified on the screen anyway. The question uh, referred to the scanned image, so I put something on, underneath like my brochure, and I chose to use the camera to capture that image. Uh, the gentleman asked, is it saved? And the answer is yes. So each individual capture gets saved in the gallery. And you can, they're, they're sorted by most recent. So the last capture is going to be the first one you'll see. And then you would swipe through your other ones. And then if you no longer need them, you simply press your finger on the image. And then the big, big red X comes over top the image for delete. And then you just delete it with a tab to discard it. Other questions in the back there? Yes, sir. Okay, yeah, we, t we talked about that a little bit earlier, but I'll go over this again for folks that, that came in late. Um, the, the Prodigy software, once you've got the product, um, we've got, as I mentioned, we've got a roadmap of updates that are coming. All of those updates are free to the user, and they get delivered to your tablet, your Prodigy Connect 12, by, by Wi-Fi. So, for example, I was on a trip to Arizona last week, and during my trip before I got home, th there was an update released. And the update goes on to the HumanWare server. And what our server does is it looks for a wireless connection. So once your tablet, I had my tablet connected to my Wi-Fi at home, and I turned my tablet on, and the device told me there was an update available. And I just simply chose yes to install it, and it went through and installed it. 
And then, and then what it does is it, um, we do an email blast to all of our customers, and we tell them what is in those updates. So you have access. Uh, sir, in the back? Uh, at the moment, no. So the question had to do with, well, you're not using a keyboard with the Prodigy software. Can I give it voice, voice rec or voice to text commands or voice recognition? The, the answer is no. Voice activation, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, we don't have that right now. Sir? Yeah, oh, good question. Thank you. I meant to mention that. Uh, this gentleman asked about tutorials for the product, and we just, uh, we just released uh, our first six uh, video tutorials. These are short capsules of uh, the first six are very basic, you know, how to use the device in live mode, how to, how to capture something, um, how, to, how to activate the camera and use the distance program. So these are three-minute short video tutorials. Uh, they are on our website. What's that, sir? You can access them. Yeah, just save the link and then go to the link and they're all there. Yeah. Uh, let's go to my left here, ma'am. Yes, yes, and that would be uh, those Bluetooth keyboards. I bought one on Amazon for $17, and, it, and it, it literally, I went into my settings, paired it up, and it worked fine. And there are many, uh, many free, like, plain text programs for note-taking available on Android. So you just find one that you're comfortable with, and the keyboard works, works in those programs, yes? You had your hand up in the back, sir? We have uh, a series of webinars that we've done on other products. Uh, you're probably familiar. I mean, BrailleNode and VictorStream. We've done webinars of those. Um, we we generally archive those for later use. We we have not done those with the Prodigy Connect 12. It's very new. This product's been on market now for about two and a half, three months. Uh, but those are things that we yeah we arrange those with uh, with our customers. That's a good idea. Yeah, in the front, sir. Can I see the side view of the interpreter? If I were to set the camera up in a manner that was pointing towards her side, the answer is absolutely. It's just over here now where it's more at an angle. But yeah, this camera, we can move this camera around to position it. I can look the back of her head if I wanted. But, and, and the camera rotates as well, sir. Yes. Thank you. How large can I make the letters? In, in the live mode, the, the technical specification is 20x. Um, when it's in the diamond edge mode, like after we capture something, it's basically a pinch and zoom, and it goes up to, I mean, we, we don't really have a technical 3x, 4x. We do normal, large, extra large, maximum sizes on those auto reading modes. I would, you know, I would say probably like a 48-point font. You know, it's pretty large. I mean, we can show it to you afterwards if you want to come up and look. I think it's, it's best just to look and see if, it, if it's going to work. Other questions? All right. Well, thanks very much, folks. Appreciate your attention. Uh, as, as many, yeah, thank you. We'll, we'll be upstairs. It's a human wear booth. Thank you. Good morning, guys. How you guys doing? Good. I'm glad you guys all came out here. It's, it's really awesome. It's great showing. Um, so my name is Akash, and uh, I'm the founder of Crowdvis. I'm going to you know, pretty much talk to you about it for a little bit. And so pretty much the agenda for today is I'll give you a bit of a spiel on Crowdvis, and um, then I'll give you a quick demo um, pretty much over the microphone. And then I, we have a couple of devices which we can kind of spread around and, you know, those who want to really play around with the device and get their hands dirty can really, can really you know, use our app and see how it works, see how it feels. Um, and then uh, near the end, we'll pretty much go for some Q&A. Sounds good? Okay. All right, so I have a, a bit of a spiel and I'll start right now. <laughs> so let's face the facts. We live in a world designed for people with five senses. Our world, naturally, um, it comes with major barriers for the visually impaired community. At CrowdViz, we aim to bridge that gap. We have developed a mobile application that connects um, visually impaired users with our trusted and sighted staff. 
So what we're pretty much doing is we're using, we're using this video, video connection to provide real-time sighted, remote sighted assistance whenever you need help. Now, I think the best way to really understand how this app works is through example. So I'll pretty much go through, I guess, a few you know, really profound examples that we've seen, very common ones, actually, that we've seen when people use our service. So the first one um, is a story about one of our users. Um, he's visually impaired. It's 3 in the morning. He wakes up out of bed. He's really hungry. <laughs> um, and he goes to the kitchen. He wants a bowl of cereal. Now he opens up his refrigerator, and there's two cartons of milk. One he knows is expired, and the other one he knows is not. So what are his options? One thing that he can do is, sure, he can, he can call his friends or you know, his family pretty late in the night, um, you know, have them come over and help them figure out the, you know, which one's expired and which one's not. Or what he ends up doing is he instinctively pulls out his iPhone, opens the CrowdViz app, clicks the button Request for Assistance, and is immediately connected to one of our trusted sighted assistants via a video connection. Now, our, our, sighted, our sighted staff says, okay, she, she uses the video camera that is on his phone and sees pretty much what he sees or what, he, what, what, is, what is there in front of him. And on the refrigerator, she, there's two cartons of milk, and she can quickly help him find out which one's expired. The second example, a very common one. We get a lot of calls about technology, technological issues. All of us have been there. We're on our computer. Something stops working. So th that, is, that was exactly it. So we have, we have a CrowdViz user. He, um, he had this a very important email he needed to send out to one of his coworkers. He wrote the email. He put a lot of time into it um, and was ready to send it out. All of a sudden, computer stops working. No audio feedback. What are his options? Well, he can call customer support. That might take forever. <laughs> so instead of that, why not open up, pull out his phone, open up CrowdViz, click the Request for Assistance button. He does that, gets connected immediately to one of our sighted staff members, and they're able to quickly deduce that there's just a simple prompt there um, that, you know, the audio, that he was not getting audio feedback on, and you can quickly move to the next step. Now, the third, you know, the third example, which, which was really exciting to me, actually, was the other day, um, one, of our, one, of our, one of our power users, um, she, was, she was visiting a new area. She was in New York City. And um, she's never been to New York City before. It was her first time. And she was on 29th Street. 29th Street, if you guys have been there before, would know there's tons and tons of restaurants. So many restaurants, you don't even know what to eat at. Um, so she was craving Italian food as we naturally always are. <laughs> and, um, but she didn't know, she wasn't really sure, you know, where that Italian restaurant might be or, you know, how to get there or what, what's in her price range. So she had two options. Well, one, she could just start asking random strangers, which could be a bit of a pain. Or she can, you know, quickly open her app, click the Request for Assistance button, and get immediately connected to a trusted, sighted staff member that can pretty much help her find you know, the, the Italian restaurant of her choice. So that's what she did. She connected to one of our sighted staff members, and the person helped, pretty much helped her, you know, showed her, you know, gave her um, audio-based descriptions of different restaurants, different menus, you know, and quickly helped her find the food that she was looking for. So those are just like different examples of what, um, different use cases of what CrowdViz can be beneficial for it. I think it, it can really help um, what I think is the accessibility of things. Making everything and anything that's not accessible, accessible. So now I'm going to cut to the chase. I'm going to show you a demo. <laughs> um, okay. So can you guys hear this? Okay, so... So to those of you who are not familiar with that, um, 
I'm, I'm, so I'm holding my, I'm holding my iPhone, I'm holding my iPhone, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm getting used to this microphone. Um, so I'm holding uh, my iPhone in my hand right now, and uh, every iPhone has this really amazing technology that Apple, Apple has built, which is called VoiceOver. And what VoiceOver does is it provides um, audio-based feedback based on different gestures that you do. And it's really, it's really intuitive process. It's part of the reasons that we wanted Crowdvis to first be on an iPhone, because it's really easy for um, you know, visually impaired users to navigate on the iPhone. So um, we worked hard to make VoiceOver really intuitive for Crowdvis. So I'm going to go ahead and continue demoing this. So now we're on, we're on the login page right now. So now I'm on the login button, so I'm going to double click that. So just to save time, I've created credentials and such. Yeah, and just so you guys know, unfortunately the, the internet connection here is not the best, so it might be a little bit slow. So this is the request now we're on the request assistance page. So this is what I was talking about. With just one click, you can get assistance. Request for assistance. So now what will happen is our request will pretty much go to all the available trusted assistants. And we'll, have, we'll be receiving a call from one of our assistants. So they call you. So this is Sandra, one of our trusted assistants. Hold on. I'm trying to get you on the audio here. Can you can you hear her? Yeah, Sandra, hello. We're here. Okay. All right. Well, um unfortunately we can't hear you too well based on I don't know what it is. Huh? Are you can you say things? <laughs> I can see you now. Okay, that's good. You can see me. Okay. So so now I have a couple of props here. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to show it to her. So I have some, I have some half and half milk. Oh, actually, I'm not going to say what I have. <laughs> that would defeat the. Um, What's the expiration date? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So I'm going to show you a date, Sandra. What do you see? Just to let you know, the port. You're getting a poor connection. Is it not? Correct. You're not able to see anything. I'm sorry, guys. Can you repeat? Can you repeat that? so much. <laughs> Thank you, Sandra. Okay. Um, so I have, more, I have more props for you to tell us about. Um, I have some pizza. I'm actually, I'm actually a, I'm a, I'm, um, a vegetarian, and um, so it's, it would be really bad if I ate a pizza with a lot of meat on it. So... Um, but my sister, she she's a non-vegetarian. We have different types of pizza. So can you tell me, is this vegetarian pizza or is it a non-vegetarian pizza? Uh, it's just pizza made of vegetables, so it's vegetable pizza. Okay, well, thank you very much. <laughs> so, oh, sorry, I'm being really bad with this mic. Um, so I, th I hope I hope that gave you a good proof of concept. I think you'll get a better idea when you actually use the app <laughs> yourselves and you guys are trying it out. Uh, but I just want to give you get get a good feel for it. Well, thank you very much, Sandra. I appreciate it. Another important part of our um, of our app is we also have we also have 
every every user that every assistant that you get connected to um, will receive a rating. So we think a rating page is really important because we don't want to have you know just anyone on our system. We want to have the best. So after every call, you have the ability to to rate your your assistance, to rate your experience. So I'm just going to quickly walk you through okay. the voiceover for that. Rate your assistant page header. Call summary. Assisted by Sandra R. Review the quality of assistance by selecting stars. One star rating. Two star rating. So what what rating do you think she deserves? Three star, four star, five star rating. Five star rating. Submit rating. Button. Submit rating. Alert. You have given Sandra R. a five star rating. Would you like to submit? Submit. Button. <laughs> that is the highest, five stars. So she did a, she must have done an exceptional job. So, yeah, that's that's CrowdViz in a nutshell. Um, we have we have we have a couple of devices. Um, I'd like to I'd like to really just you know we have a couple of props here too, so you guys can experiment with that and see. Um, I, I really wanted to make this a very interactive process because you can really ex it's really about experiencing the app and not just me kind of telling you that it works. <laughs> um, so we ha we actually interestingly enough. Our Android, we have an an, our Android app, but due to internet connection, it's not working the best. Um, I could quickly tell you briefly. So the Android app, um, it, it uses, to those who might not be familiar with uh, using Android, they have something called TalkBack. And TalkBack is kind of like the voiceover, the voiceover of the Android. And it's also really good. Um, so we're excited to bring, bring, Android, bring Android to market. And uh, later on today, uh, we'll actually be um, talking more about, you know, different when we're going to be exposing Android to the world. So definitely come to the presentation later today for that. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'd like to get you guys playing around with these devices. So I'm going to pull them out. I, we have some props here. Um, and oh, great question. So should, you think it would be better if we went to Q&A now and then we uh, uh Great. So yeah, let's. Okay, that's a good first question. Yeah. Um, so we we are charging for this app, and there's a couple of reasons we're doing that. Um, we want to we want to provide a solution. Well, first of all, let me tell you how much it costs. Um, so our best offer right now is um, it's nine dollars and ninety nine cents for for. Oh wait, wait hold on. <laughs> For um six for sixteen calls. Yeah, but the the app is the app is free to download. Um and you can get sixteen calls. And each call you can have up to for ten minutes. So pretty much if you do did the math, that's about close to three hours, three hours of you know, personal assistance for ten dollars. Um so yeah, that's our that's our best offer right now. Um so yeah, uh, I think that answered. Right. Okay. So um, so when you download the app right now, our, what we're offering is eight free calls because you know we want you to really experience the product before you even think about purchasing it. We don't want to just be like, hey, yeah, just buy this app and you know, and then you guys just don't like it. We want you to really experience the app, which is why we every every person that logs in and whoever creates an account gets eight free calls, and they can really see. Okay, what is the quality of the service? You know, are these assistants doing what they're supposed to? Do? What is the, how quick are we getting that help? Because our goal is immediate assistance round the clock. Be my eyes. <laughs> right. Um, so, so our staff, our goal right now is 24/7 availability. Every person, every person that assists you, is. Um, goes through very careful checks. So first, we have background checks that our trusted sighted staff goes through. Then we have a training process. Um, and on top of that, we have careful interviews. So it's not just, this is not just anyone can pretty much sign up and help. We have a very carefully set, set people that are there to assist you um, and that are there at all times. So we're really pushing for the quality of the assistance. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's a simple, there's like a simple interest form <laughs> that you can sign up as a, a sighted person if any of you guys are interested in that. Um, and at that point, we usually do interviews. 
Um, we go through interviews, and then once you've been approved um, to become an assistant, then you go through careful background checks and training. So um, what, we think, what we think our differentiators are is, is really the quality of the surf service, the avail availability. You know who you're going to be connected to. You know, you know you're not going to be connected to someone random. Right? Every single person is very carefully, you know, if I'm going to be connected to someone for help, I'd like to know who, who that is or what, you know, they're not just some random person. So there's a lot of different factors that we looked into, and we think that's our differentiator, if that makes sense. Yeah? So, yeah, that's a good question. Um, and that, that is something, I think, which we can, these are, like, problems that we can easily solve given our current way of our current framework of having this app right now no okay right now um, it's it's pretty much it's pretty much you're getting connected to whoever but we believe that the future of this product is we can provide a very tailored solution for everyone because it's our it's our assistance right it's not just anyone it's it's our people that are there and through that we can we can cater to you um, based on your needs whether it's a language specific necessity maybe you're, you you're someone that has a lot of you're very tech you're a very tech person so you have a lot of tech related issues and maybe we're not necessarily going to give tech solutions but you know we can connect you to someone that that is knowledgeable in that area so that is the future right now we're just trying to give you the experience of getting connected to someone cited yes um well that's something we aren't necessarily doing right now um, because of privacy related reasons it's it's like not the best to, we don't really want to have your exact GPS location and our app is not using any GPS related services it's something to think about um, we can however if you are lost and you, you're, you're having trouble finding back we can use what we've been doing in the past when people are lost and they need help finding them, themselves is we use um, visual related cues to pretty much get you back on track so whether it's like, okay, so you're on this street um, based on this street sign, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but right now, so, yeah, I guess, long answer short, we are not using GPS. We are not tracking your location. Um, we're not sure we want to do that. I mean, I understand that that is a very important use case for the visually impaired community where, where it is like we're kind of, we're lost in this specific area and we need help retracking our locations, but we're not using GPS locations to track. Any other questions? Yep, back there. Oh, uh, we're using um, pretty much we're using an iPhone 4s right now. Yeah. <laughs> but we have we have we have um, for um, actual um, usage we have iPad, so you guys can play around with the iPad and see. Um, you get different feels. We do also have the Android. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully that'll. Given the internet connection, maybe based on the location, you can get a really good experience with that because that we're really excited about showing that. Yeah, sir. It's more money that uh, you have more uh, more options. You can uh, use it longer. In other words, you're saying it's limited. Yeah, there's. Yeah, you said there was eight free, and then you get so many after that. Do you have one where you can get 20 or 30, you know? And, and yeah. Um, so right now, we're definitely experimenting. Um, we're, we're trying to find a pricing model that really works best for our users. Um, right now, right now, so what you can do if you want more than 16 calls is you can obviously purchase the ten dollar uh, package twice, uh, um, so you can do that. But I understand that some people are looking for some maybe more long term, higher volume, you know, um, opportunities, and it's something we're thinking about. We're open to. Um, we're still trying to figure out what works best for the users and. Just works best for everyone. So hopefully, sometime soon, we'll have an answer for you on that. Yes, miss. Yeah. So uh, she, she, um, the nice woman asked if, if there is an emergency, can we dispatch 
any emergency-related services? And the answer is unfortunately not. Um, in those situations, we would recommend you call 911 um, because that they, they would be best equipped for it. Uh, they have they can triangulate locations and stuff, and that's not something we can do. Our main purpose is really sighted assistance. So if there's anything you need visual help for, we're there. Yeah, um, person in the back. Okay, so um, the woman in the back, she asked, um, is this, so this is not a subscription model, is it um, just a one-time cost? And yeah, so I guess the best way, it's, it's currently not a subscription model. Again, that's something else we're looking at. We're seeing, you know, maybe there is a way that we can provide some sort of monthly-based solution, because a lot of people would like to just be on a very regular flow of, of using our service. Um, something we've, we're thinking about, um, hopefully in the future, maybe that's something we can implement, but right now, um, it's just, it's pretty much like a, I like to tell people it's kind of like a prepaid phone. Um, you add, it's like, instead of adding minutes, you're adding calls, and um, once you run out, you purchase more, pretty much. Yes, miss? Yeah, so you, on your main dashboard screen, you can see the number of calls you have left. And then once you hit zero, you're unfortunately strained from doing more, but yeah. Yep, sir. Yeah, so the, um, oh yeah, we're definitely, we're definitely thinking about Google Glass and you know, the potential with that because how convenient would it be to just have the camera right at your, um, right, around, right around where your glasses are. Um, we're experimenting with different things. I mean, there's also these, uh, we actually <laughs> learned about the other day, there's these like Bluetooth video cameras that you can connect to your iPhones so you can get a very nice stream. So it's kind of like a almost Google Glass, but not really. <laughs> um, but so in terms of wearable, wearable technologies, again, that's another thing we're thinking about and something we're definitely excited about. Um, but right now, we just want to focus on making the mobile products really good. And once we do that, um, once we figure out what the users really, what our users really want and what they like, then we will definitely expand to greater options. So, yes, yes, sir. Do you offer anything? Unfortunately, not. <laughs> um, but that that was another um, concern that's been raised, and we're very open to that. Um, we're we're definitely gonna we're definitely looking into ways to open to open that. Because we're all about, you know, closing that barrier, right? Not restricting um, people and helping, helping in, in as many ways possible. So uh, we're definitely open to ideas and seeing how we can assist people that are people that are deaf or in people that are deafblind as well. Right. Um, so it depends on the time. I would say 75% of the time, it's less than a minute. 75%. I can say with almost absolute guarantee. It's less than a minute. We're we're really fast, um, and we're the way that we're the way that we've structured our product is we haven't marketed from one world one end of the world to the other. We know it's a great product, but we aren't just like telling everyone about it because we want to grow at a very slow and gradual rate, right? And as our users are growing, so are our assistants. We don't want to wake up the next morning and we have 20,000 20, users and no one to help them. So um, we, we have almost immediate assistance every single time that you call, except for certain, you know, certain hours that is not, you know, that we might, miss, we might be missing that. But I would say about 75% of the time, it's less than a minute. And I can say that with, with a guarantee. Um, yeah, so our assistance, our assistance right now are mainly US-based, yeah. And um, in terms of internationalization of the product, I mean, we have beta testers all around the world, but we are not thinking about internationalizing our product until we've, um, until we've made the product where it needs to be. So we really are concerned about just making it really good before we expand it. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, for the people that, that you guys are helpers, they work from home or they have an office they go to? Um, so it's actually a bit of a mix. Um, we have a few. We have a few assistants that are literally their full-time job is to 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 provide visual assistance for people. That is their full-time job. For example, Sandra, that that's what she does from nine to five. That's what she does. She loves it, um, and that's what she does.
But obviously, to have a product that scales to help people all around the world, um, there, there are people that also work from home. So it's a mix. It's not everyone working at the office. Any other questions? Ooh, nice. Well, um, I, love, I love hearing from our users. Um, even me personally, um, even though I'm, there's a lot of other things that I'm, I'm doing trying to make CrowdVis better, I want to talk to my, you know, our users as much as possible. So anyway, sorry about that, guys. Uh, any way that I can do that, um, I'm more than happy to. So I, I can tell you my information right now. Um, um, and but if we also have business cards, so I can give that out as well. So um, my my email is a k a s h akash at crowdviz.org, which is c r o w d v i z dot org, akash at crowdviz.org. Um, and my phone number, my personal phone number, please feel free to you know shoot me a text. I, I don't mind. Is seven three two four two five. Oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, I got a little excited. <laughs> that, at that point, I'd have to route you to Sandra. So. <laughs> so my phone number is 732-425. No, no, not 325. Okay, again, 732 4 Two, five, nine, three, zero, nine. Yeah, I'll repeat my email right now. Um, my email is. Are you guys ready for it? Yeah. Okay. A. K. A. S. H. At. C. R. O. W D V I Z dot org. Okay, I hope hope you guys got that. We are on Twitter, and please please follow us on Twitter because we're working on that. <laughs> so our Twitter handle is um, Twitter dot com slash crowdviz app. So C R O W D V I Z A P P Crowdbizapp. Yeah, V is in Victor, and we're on Facebook. <laughs> so like us on Facebook too, and just you got to search Crowdbiz. Yeah, yes, sir. Oh yeah, the phone number is seven three two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven three two four two five nine three zero nine. Oh, um, so our main lo our main office is in uh, Princeton, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not in Cali. <laughs> we aren't in San Fran. Maybe one day when the prices of you know when rent prices go down. <laughs> All right, so I don't want to. Um, I definitely want to quickly show you guys. These, you know, get you guys playing around with this. App, you know, these these uh, these devices. So. Um, I'm going to pull them out for you guys, and unfortunately, we don't have as many as the people. There's like a really good showing here today, so I we'll see how we can show each of you guys uh, these apps. Oh, oh yeah, we're we're gonna have a booth. Yeah, so come to come to our booth. <laughs> we'll be there. Yeah, we'll be there um, up until 3:30. So yeah, come to our booth. We'll we'll sh we'll give you each personal demos of that too. Yeah, cool guys. Thank you so much. <laughs>